This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 165 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. Hello, Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today I wanted to speak a little bit before we get to our guest about the 2010 radio show this week. On the 2010 radio show this week, we were joined by the dressage legend legend in the United States, Robert Dover. And uh, Robert was putting out a plea, and we're doing the same thing. We have three para-equestrians here in the United States that are trying to go to the World Equestrian Games. As you may or may not know, para-equestrian, this is the first time that they're included in the World Equestrian Games. And we have three great riders with three great stories that are looking for horses, and we're, we're trying to help them find some horses uh, to be donated for them to use at the World Equestrian Games this year. And we had all three of them on, including Robert Dover, this week on the 2010 radio show, episode number 82. Uh, I'd encourage you to take a listen. It was a, it was a, it was a nice show, and it was a very good time, and we, we enjoyed uh, having the three of them on to talk about uh, their careers and, and what they're looking for right now so, uh, in their effort to become world champions. And you can stop on over to 2010radioshow.com, episode number 82, to take a listen to that. Well, today we have our resident leather cleaning expert, Betsy Cohen, back with us. Uh, She knows more about leather care than anyone we know here at the network. She works for Bickmore, which is one of the leading companies in the leather care business. And Betsy has been working with them for over 10 years and is just a delightful lady. So let's say hi to Betsy and hear what she has to say today about leather. Well, hi, Betsy, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hey, thanks. It's always good to speak with you. I learn so much when you're on the show every time. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for. And of course, you know, as a horse husband, I always had the job of helping to clean the tack before the show that night. And, and, oh, and good it, man, good man. Yeah, Are you we had to do it because otherwise you didn't see your wife to, at all. Right. So, <laughs> it's just one of the things that a good horse husband learns is if you don't help, you never see her. That's exactly right, and I wish mine would figure that one out. Well, you know, so. it's, a, it's a compromise. You have to decide, do you want to see her? And then, <laughs> uh, and then if the answer is yes, then you have to help. That um, might be where we might be missing something. See, oh. see, there is a catch to that one. We actually did one of the most popular episodes we've ever, ever done on the network, and we've done over 300 shows now. Uh, for the different uh, 300 episodes for the different shows was a stable scoop show. We did a horse husbands episode where myself <laughs> and three other horse husbands, including a professional rider's husband, we all got together and we just chatted about the top 10 things uh, about being a horse husband. And that actually turned out to be still is the most popular show that we ever did. Uh, wow. People are still going back and listening to that show, and, and we're going to do that annually now because it was so popular. But uh, we're going to have different husbands on each time. It was fun. Well, it was a good time. And you could do pony show moms. Yes. Well, we did we, right after horse husbands. We did desperate horse wives, and uh, <laughs> we had the wives of all the husbands on to talk about that. And you know what happened? They they for the first three or four minutes they were pretty good talking about what it's like to be a wife and then they went on to talking about horses they never got back to it again they were just <laughs> off on horses and that was it so 
that's, see, that's kind of how it is, though. Yeah. See, us husbands, we can stay on the topic of talking about what it's like to be married to a horsewife. We can do that <laughs> for hours. So, well, we give you lots of ammunition. I need so, to do you know. tips on that. I didn't even think about that. I need to get a husband on to do tips about what it's like to be a good horse husband and stay married. Exactly right. That's a good don't idea. Look at Thanks, the checkbook. Betsy. Would be don't look at the checkbook. <laughs> don't find that credit card you didn't know about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever ask how much it costs. There's um, a whole list of them. Did you really need that extra saddle or that new saddle? That's right. Did yeah, you just cer- buy that last week? There's certain things you can question and certain certain things you can't question. Exactly. I got to think on this. This is a good idea. I, it's a whole new line of tips. I am here to help. Okay. That's my job. <laughs> well, I know you didn't come on to talk about horse husbands. No. I called, I called in to talk about salt stains. Salt stains so, on what? Yep. I want salt on my margarita glass, not on my shoes. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah. So I, basically, if, if the world was a perfect place, I would either be in the Bahamas during a snowstorm or have no place special to go or at that point have a different outfit on that included my rubber mock boots. And since I am not that lucky every single day I run across salt and, and on the roads and that sort of thing, I've come up with some solutions for the less than ideal circumstances. Okay. <laughs> so the first one would be to have rubbers available with you. Now, I'm all for being prepared. However, who has shoe rubbers anymore? I mean, that's something our grandparents used to wear. You know, so we that used, really We used to sell a work. ton of those when we had our tack business. And it, but that was 10 years ago. And you're right. You, don't, you just don't see them so much anymore. And people used to be obsessive about putting them over their uh, paddock boots. Um, right. But uh, not, you're right. I, I don't see them anymore. And I think it's because, you know, a lot of us are too fashion conscious. So, you know, that just looks goofy. Yeah, well, they weren't attractive. No, they weren't. But, you know, they did the job. So, yep. And I have to confess that I do have several pair of them. Tingly still makes them, actually. Yep, so that's that's right. Tingly. I think they're the only ones that still make them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my first thing would be you need to protect your footwear before you are in that situation because treated leather is always easier to fix issues than untreated leather. So you need to find yourself a good quality water and stain repellent. And I would tell people to watch out for the petroleum distillates in that and silicones. I would tell them, um, Bickmore has a product called Guardmore Stain and Water Repellent, and it is a fluorinated polymer, which that doesn't mean anything to you or I, but basically it coats the fibers of the leather or fabric but it doesn't create like a coating. So the, the air can get in and out between the fibers, but the stain can't get into the fibers. So it's a pretty cool product. Um, again, the Guardmore Stain and Water Repellent is what I would recommend, but there are other products out there that will work just as well. You just, again, watch out petroleum distillates and silicones. All right. Um, as soon as you notice that your leather has gotten wet and exposed to salt, you have to take immediate action. And there are salt stain removers out there. Put it um, in a dishwasher? They, um, no. no. Okay. Actually, <laughs> that would See, be See, now that's the horse husband solution. And that's a great solution. However, when I put my husband's hat in, his baseball cap in, cap in our dishwasher, it get a bleach-type detergent. And the red and blue or red and black Coca-Cola hat is now kind of a rusty oh, really? <laughs> with gray. And it's his favorite hat. And you'll see him. He wears it all the time, and it's just ugly and he loves it and he's like if you hadn't washed it and i was like it was sweaty and yucky (laughs) so you know he's like well i didn't have to see it so anyway immediate action and basically there are 
if you don't have anything on hand, what you can do is use just a straight white vinegar and water. Now, the white vinegar and the water will kill the salt and get that gone. And the, the ratio to that is one teaspoon of vinegar to one cup of warm water or a little bit more water. You need to use a cloth with a nap to it, and you dip it in the mixture and then dab it on the stain and then and just keep dipping it and dabbing it and using a different area of the cloth to try and suck some of that salt out. You need to allow the leather to dry in between the applications, and, and basically you're going to notice if it's making any sort of a difference. Now, FYI, vinegar is acidic, and it will damage leather's finish. So if you use too much of it or use it straight or try to rush the process, you know, FYI, you're doing this at your own risk. So okay. less is more. And and it might only take you 20 minutes to do, but that 20 minutes might be spread out over three days. You know, a little dab, 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 let it the leather dry, come back later that afternoon, dab, 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 let the leather dry, come back later that evening, dab, 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 kind of thing. So do you recommend cleaning so, it then after that stain has come, come out? Yes, after, after that, because that vinegar has is pretty acidic and it can do some damage to the leather itself, but the salt is doing damage, so at that point the reason you're taking care of it immediately is to reduce the amount of damage that's being caused by those salt or vinegar. Once you're done with that, you're going to need to go back with it with a BIC-4, some sort of leather conditioner to rehydrate the leather and and take the place of the stuff that you just sucked out and try to correct the damage that the salt has done to the leather already. If you notice that the leather is hard or bumpy or it, or it, it almost like looks pockmarked, at that point, that's damage that you, no matter how much leather conditioner you're going to put on there, it will never fix the leather. The leather is damaged, and it is what it is. Okay. So, again, next time you just need to treat the leather sooner. Now, sometimes people will tell me, oh, well, I cleaned it, and the, the stain was all gone, and then I warm, and I wasn't even out in the rain, and all of a sudden, you know, the line came back, and they were all crystallized out, and I saw that white on it again. And basically what that means is that the salt got in farther into the leather than the salt remover did. So you didn't get it all out. And that salt, when your feet heated up the shoe, that salt crystallized out of the leather again. So you need to keep working on it until you are sure that all of the salt is gone. And that is the reason why you need to treat the stain as soon as it happens and keep working on it. If you just let it go all winter and then, you know, take care of it in spring, you might as well just pitch the shoes because they're shot. So the key is just you have to get it early. That's just your, yep, only, that's your only chance. So and, and basically it's a lot of work, but the longer you put it off, the more work it's going to be. So, you know, at that point I would just recommend, you know, either salty weather appropriate footwear or the Bahamas. So I'd like to be on the beach. <laughs> I think I'd take the Bahamas too, especially right yeah. now when it's 25 degrees in Lexington. Uh, uh, well, and I'm up in Michigan right now, and it's a high of 17 today, and they're oh, talking about blizzards, so it oh, could be yeah, worse. Good, good, good. Yeah, they just did have a blizzard. Uh, we're recording this uh, a little earlier than people are listening to it, but uh, it's uh, it's already starting out to be a wonderfully cold, snowy winter. Yeah, it matched, matched our wonderfully cold summer that we didn't ever really get. <laughs> well, you know, we actually, I have to say, had a beautiful summer here in Lexington. It was absolutely beautiful, except for the 55 inches of rain. It was 
perfect weather. It wasn't too hot. It was in the 70s, 80s. We did have a nice summer here. So, but doesn't that make your grass green and lush and oh, wonderful? I had to mow the grass twice a week most of the most of the summer. It was that's all good. It was pretty healthy. You know, last year we had a very dry summer, and it was our first year in Lexington. So that uh, beautiful blue grass wasn't very blue; it was brown. This year, <laughs> the grass was beautiful. It was it was beautiful this year. Lexington oh. is one of the most beautiful places as far if you're a horse lover. That's for sure. I think everyone should go down and visit. It's a fabulous place. And they should visit next year, September through October. You can buy your tickets now. Excellent so, for the WEG game. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be a pretty exciting We're week promoting. three weeks. <laughs> All right. So we, we, they can find out more about uh, Bickmore products at B-I-C-K-M-O-R-E dot com. They can find all of the uh, leather care, grooming care, uh, hat care, and health care products right there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, thank you very much, much, Betsy, and we'll have you back again soon. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, thanks again to Betsy for stopping by and doing tips on leather care. We certainly appreciate that. You can find uh, all the information on where to find Betsy and her company, Bickmore. You can find that on our website at horsetipdaily.com. Just look up Betsy Cohen, and we have all the links there for you. Uh, You can drop me an email. As I said yesterday, we're really looking to find out when people listen. Do you listen while you're cleaning the barn? Do you listen uh, while you're driving? Do you listen at work? Do you listen at home on the computer while you're having your coffee in the morning. We just want to know when you listen to our shows. Drop me an email at glenn with two n's at horseradionetwork.com and let me know when you take a listen. It just would be interesting for us to find out. And don't forget to check out all the other great shows. We have many of them now on the network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>